Life Audio. Hi, friends. Welcome to Breathe, the Stress Less Podcast. I'm Bonnie Gray. I'm the author of my new book, Breathe. 21 Ways to Stress Less and Transform Chaos to Calm. It's the book that I wrote for over a year for our community. We are kindred spirits. We want to lower stress, and in doing so, we want to draw closer to God. Well, our question today is, what do we do when we are low on hope? You know, Christmas is a time when there's so many hopes And for some of us, those hopes have been dashed or it seems like they're fading away or sometimes we've already run out and we've been running empty for a while. And so Christmas is a time where all of those hopes are heightened. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. I know for myself, one of my darkest valleys actually happened during Christmas because as I had seen so many families in our church during the Christmas Eve service, I just longed for that kind of joy, the kind of warmth. This was during an earlier chapter in my life. So what is the question that you're asking yourself that has just kind of been depleting your hope? What is your why God question? Well, today I am so excited. I have a special guest, Kathy Lip. Oh my goodness. She is a powerhouse motivator. Kathy is the author of 20 books, including Clutter Free, The Christmas Project, and she has her podcast called Clutter Free Academy. I am friends with Kathy Lip. I just wanted to share a conversation we had when I asked her about how she's feeling about hope and Christmas. You're going to get a lot of practical ideas. So buckle up your seatbelts because we are in for a treat. Before we do that, I want to invite you to pick up a copy, pre-order my new book, Breathe, 21 Ways to Stress Less and Transform Chaos to Calm because this Thursday, December 1st, I am leading a holiday stressless wellness retreat I am giving a free gift to those who are pre-ordering my book. I'm going to be live with you. You get me as your personal soul care guide. And it's going to be in a private Facebook group. 
And we're actually going to be a community to encourage each other, have community support. And I'm going to guide you in a personal way to help you tackle holiday stressors and enjoy the Christmas season with God's love and care. Make sure you sign up at thebreathebook.com, thebreathebook.com. This is the last week I'm going to be able to make this bonus gift available to you because once we start the Advent, we won't be adding new members into this event because I really want it to be a cozy personal experience so I can give you that soul care guide and we can get to know each other during this time to look at different characters in the Bible during this Advent story. And I'm going to focus on a different one every week. We're going to focus on the wise men and how they saw the star this week and explore what it is that gives us hope and what are some of those disappointments that we face as we have been on the journey of life this year. So make sure you sign up before Thursday, December 1st, because it won't be available after December 1st at thebreathebook.com. Now, I do want to thank you, Breathe Community. Listen, because of your pre-orders, the book Breathe has hit number six on Amazon in the ranking under personal growth and Christianity. Number six out of all books in Amazon. Can you believe it? This is the power of our Breathe community. And I'm so grateful for you. So thank you. Please order Christmas copies gift to yourself and to your friends because in the new year, in January, I'm going to have a free online Bible study where we'll explore what does God have to say about anxiety? What does God have to say about depression? What does God have to say about soul care and self-care? We're going to prioritize your wellness in the new year. Focus on God's word. So that's a gift to you. Sign up at thebreathebook.com. Okay, so don't miss out on that. Now we're going to jump in with Kathy. Expectations are the, the, the crusher of hope. They really are. Because what we've done is we've said, you know, things have to go in a certain way. And if they don't go in a certain way, then everything is ruined. You know, our brains are very divided in this way. And our society says the same thing. You know, we spend so much time. I'm not going to bash on Pinterest because I think Pinterest is a beautiful place and there's great inspiration there. But I do have to say it's a place where we can set our expectations in such a way that we can never truly live up to them. And so the more we're exposed to what the world says should be our standard, the less satisfaction we're going to experience in our real life. And it's okay to hope for very, how do I want to say, basic things. You know, I hope that my husband and I will get along this year. I hope that my kids will behave when they're around their grandparents. You know, we all have these internal hopes. But if we don't keep coming back to the true source of hope, which alone is Christ Jesus, none of the rest of this stuff matters. And that's why I think it's so important for us to really strip down our expectations and say, you know, being open to what God has for us, because I believe that everything that we encounter in life is an opportunity for us to grow closer to Christ. And how do we do that? And so making sure that we are not putting false expectations on ourselves or others. So this first podcast comes right in line with Advent, the first week, and the theme is hope. Yeah. And that's one thing I wanted to ask. You talked about stripping down expectations. What are your hopes for this year for Christmas, for you personally? 
Yeah. You know, I really encourage people to do a mission statement for Christmas, which sounds very dry and very tactical. But I really believe that we have a mission in Christmas and a ministry in Christmas. And the mission is basically how do you want you and your family to come out on December 26th? Because if we let the world dictate it, it's going to crush us. It really will. And so this year, my hope is that I experience true peace. And I know that I'm going to get there in a couple of ways. I'm going to get there through one, like we just said, stripping down my expectations and two, really spending some time with God. And I, this is a very hit and miss thing for me. I'll be very honest with you, Bonnie. I was looking back at my quiet chime journal from this year and I've got about a 50% average, uh, which let me just say is up. So I'm not going to bash myself too much, but I also understand that for a lot of people, this is where they're at. And so really concentrating in December on saying, I don't want this to be like every other month of the year. I want this to be different. I want this to be a time where I can really dig in. You know what? I'm doing that hardcore this year. Tomorrow, I take off with three of my friends. We all live in four different parts of the country. We're coming from California, Colorado, Tennessee, and South Carolina. And we are meeting in South Carolina and we're spending four days. And this is kind of our soul retreat Mm -hmm. where we and not everybody can do this. I understand. Sometimes we have to do it in shorter doses. But just before you and I got on this interview, I have a good friend that just recently lost her mom. And we haven't been able to connect as much as we'd like because I think she's just going through a really rough time. And so. I said, let's pick a day and it can be we go to the movies. It can be we talk about your mom. It can be we can talk about your writing, whatever is going to feed your soul. But I am purposely putting those things in my path because busyness will dictate my calendar if I don't dictate to it. And so, you know, I love when there's a quote that says, A budget is telling your money where to go instead of figuring out where it went. And that's what I want to do with my calendar. I want to tell my time where to go and I want to put it on important stuff. The little stuff has to get done. I totally get that. But the little stuff can be crammed in the corners and, you know, put onto a list. But my people can't be put onto a list and those soul connections cannot be put onto a list. You are absolutely right. So, friend, what's important to you this season? What do you want to be intentional about feeding your soul with? How can you embrace rest? When I asked Kathy this, this is what she said. We do, you know, Saturday night to Sunday night. And so, yeah, that that time after church is the slower and the sensing and saying, you know, we can not just linger over people, but linger over experiences. You know, my husband will barbecue or I will do something. And we, you know, we're in California, we get to barbecue in the middle of December and it works for us. But I know that doesn't work for the rest of the country necessarily, but you know, putting the slow cooker on and just being intentional about that time, I think is so key. You know, what I've come to understand is I have to plan for my Sabbath. And there's a Seventh-day Adventist tradition where they say, I want to spend my week 
preparing for Sabbath and not my Sabbath preparing for the week. And I love that twisting on its head of where, you know, people use Sundays to catch up on laundry. To, and I get that, guys. I totally do. But when you try to fit your work into six days, it fits into six days. It really, really does. And I want to be able to linger over people. I'm not going to be upset necessarily that I missed a load of laundry, but I am going to be upset if I missed an opportunity to connect with somebody. And like for us, we actually like to make waffles. Oh, nice. So that's a lingering experience because we put it right on the table too. Yes. So like, you know, we have the big batter and then Mm -hmm. Eric will do the waffles and then I cook the eggs and the sausages. And so it takes a long time, but it's great taking a long time, right? Yeah, because we're always looking for time-saving meals, but I love the idea of lingering meals. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, because oh my you need people around. Yeah, yeah, we just, you know, I, what we're doing for Christmas this year, we're doing fondue. Talk about a lingering dinner. Yeah, that takes forever. But you know what? It's it's one of those days, and we were talking about it. Mm-hmm. The kids want to come over, and they want to be here all day. And yeah. it's like, why do we need quick meals when we want to be with each other all day? So what can you do that helps you linger more during the Christmas season? The key is slowing down and doing things that take time. And our body's nervous system will start to calm. And in our emotions, we'll be able to be present and actually feel what's going on rather than rushing from one thing to the next. I next asked Kathy what she thought about this week's promise from God in scripture. And I have two. The first is from Proverbs thirteen twelve about hope. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a longing fulfilled is a tree of life. Oh, yes. I love that verse because, and I'm glad you brought that up because I haven't thought about that verse in a while, but I think we allow ourselves to hope in certain situations. We say, okay, well, once I get everything accomplished, then I can hope to X, Y, Z, do whatever it is that God has called me to. I think about the years that my hope was deferred because of bad situations, but God wants us to have hope in the midst of those bad situations. His hope is available all the time. And so when we talk about hope being deferred, it means that We are not allowing ourselves to hope. It doesn't mean that hope isn't available to us. And so we need to, I know I need to, especially in those times when I feel hopeless, dig deeper into scripture because that is where my hope lies and talk to hopeful people. There are hopeful people in our lives. Those people are usually ones who have been to the brink and God has met them there. And I think about, there are people who are also more naturally hopeful that they're more able to latch onto that hope. I think about the stretcher bearers in the gospels who brought the crippled man to Jesus and they dug into the ceiling and into the roof to lower this guy down. These were hope bearers. And so I think about what Jesus said to them was he is healed because of your hope and pointing to the stretcher bearers. And so I want to be that stretcher bearer for people The only way that people are going to see hope in the world is in those who know how to hope and those are Christians. And so I want people to see hope in me where they may be lacking in their day-to-day lives. So I don't want to be hope deferred. I want to be hope lived out. 
Wow, friends, how powerful is that? Could you be the hope bearer for someone who needs your encouragement this Christmas season? Reach out and simply ask how they're doing and how their season of Christmas is going. Or maybe you are the one that needs a hope bearer. Who can you reach out to? We need each other. Well, our second promise from God this week I want to give to you is from Hebrews chapter 6, 19 to 20. It's one of my favorite verses in the Bible. This hope we have as an anchor of the soul, a hope both sure and steadfast where Jesus has entered. The place that Jesus has entered is your soul and he's anchored to you. Nothing can separate you from his love, friends. How does that promise make you feel? Well, as I asked Kathy, let's listen in on her thoughts. Isn't that the truth? Without hope, we have nothing. And I understand that there are times when in the moment we feel like we have no hope. We've all experienced some real personal tragedies where we feel like life can be hopeless. But those who know and love Christ are not hopeless for long. And so, again, if you are feeling hopeless, go find somebody who has been to the brink and God has brought them back. We can't ignore what God has done in the past because that's what fuels our future. And we want to be hope bearers, not just for the world, not just for a hurting world, but for each other. Wow, friends, what a powerful truth we can hang on to as we step into Advent week one of hope. I'm going to pray for us by sharing a prayer that I wrote about hope when it was very low supply in my heart. Dear Jesus, hope is a new soul language for me. I thought I could live without too much of it and just soldier on. But you've changed all that now. You love me. Renew my hope in you again. Fill me with your joy and peace. Empower me with your Holy Spirit. Give me courage to rebuild my life with hope. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Friend, no matter what you're facing, God can renew you with hope. Hope matters because you matter. Well, friend, I'm just pouring out my heart and soul for you this Christmas season to boost your wellness. I want you to join me in that free wellness retreat four weeks and I'm going to lead you in live sessions. It's free for you. When you pre-order my book as a thank you gift, just go to thebreathebook.com. Again, that's thebreathebook.com. I'm so excited to guide you on this journey. Tell your friends about it. Have them join in next week. We're going to tackle Advent Week 2 on peace. Remember, you're loved, you're cherished. Just rest. Breathe, the Stress Less podcast is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. 
God looks at your heart, not your gene size. Do you know the verses yet still stress over your body? Oh, I get it. I was raised in church, but I struggled with food, eating disorders, and my body for decades. I'm Heather Creekmore, host of the Compared To podcast, where we talk about all things body image and comparison from a biblical perspective. We get real about the pressure to focus on appearance in a culture where looks seem to matter most. Whether you're wrestling wrinkles or battling the scale, Compared To Who is the show for you. You'll laugh a little and be encouraged a lot. If you're ready to stop comparing and start living, visit lifeaudio.com to listen and subscribe.